Hello everyone and welcome to the A-Space, the volleyball podcast brought to you by CEV. It is that time again to unpick an unscripted. So we welcome our great podcasting friends, Key Michael. Hello. Hi, how are you? <laughs> I'm really good actually. And Matt Rogers, hello. Hi Dave. I'm just glad we're still a three. <laughs> <laughs> I was worried. Why were you worried? What would make you worried, Matt? Um, well, words coming out like revenge, you know, those oh, kind of things. Right. Oh, because yeah. someone got ganged up on and got bullied and... and... No, no. Someone <laughs> had a fantastic opportunity to talk to one of their favourite volleyball players in one of their favourite series. But enough about me talking <laughs> to Key every week. Uh, uh, Matthew, you look more tan than usual. You're obviously enjoying the Cornish sunshine. But I'm more intrigued, uh, according to my calculations, your outdoor kitchen should be finished now. It is. Have you have you been cooking in it? I have. Twice. Done two barbecues. Oh, yeah. Crikey. Yeah. Cool. And there's all there's a little I wouldn't say a time lapse because they're all from different days and different projects, but there's a whole little thing on Instagram which you need to check out there because the finished finished article is on there. Keys commented. What was it you said about social media? It's only for people who are showing off or something. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that is something yeah. I am showing off about. It's taken me hours. Yeah, no, it days. looks actually really, really cool. Yeah, taken days. I was days. really impressed. Um, it's cool to see it visually because we, we hear about it a lot, but I couldn't actually picture what you were talking about. It was really cool. Yeah, and now everything would make sense, I'd, yeah. probably. There's also photos of what I was doing when I was talking. So, yeah, loving it, loving it. Shame the weather's gone, but yeah. Where's Can't it gone? I've, I've now got a roof, so it doesn't matter if it rains to start a barbecue. Does this mean we don't get Matt Rogers' construction tips every week, though? Um, possibly, although I've just helped... Well, today I've helped my sister and her husband move a load of concrete, so I could start talking about that. <laughs> Ooh, but concrete. Tell I think me I'm, I'm going to take a break from construction, I think. I'm going to find, okay. find a new topic to talk about. What are you going to oh. take up? Knitting? Um, no, no, not really using knitting. Too, rep- no, too repetitive. <laughs> Definitely not esports. I'm more of the reality guy. Okay. Um, but yeah, I, yes. I'm nursing an injury. Oh. Yeah, fell over with a wheelbarrow today. What was funny? Pardon? Yeah, did, did odd 30 odd runs with a wheelbarrow full of concrete, didn't fall over, was cleaning up afterwards, fell over and gashed my leg. Oh, so, no. Yeah. Savloned up. But Crikey. The show goes um, on. On that note, shall we. We're talking about Sammy Brizio <laughs> this evening, so let's, uh, before you go into intimate details of your injuries, uh, I was very excited when I found out that we were going to be having Sammy on the show because she was the MVP in the very first Champions League match that I went to commentate on when she was with Corneliano uh, at the Palo Verde. And even though she nearly smashed my laptop beyond repair, it did survive, and um, yeah, I interviewed her after the match, so it was nice to nice to sort of speak to her again. So I was very, very excited, so thank you for sorting that one out, Matt. What do you mean That's smashed right. your laptop? What, what happened? Oh. She got really aggressive after a point. She lost you it. won't know about this. This is a, a high-risk job, you know, that Dave and I do. Oh, I imagine. The commentary position at the Palo Verde, so they, they vary depending on where you are in Europe, but... It's behind the baseline there on the ground, which is great because you can 
feel the action, but not necessarily the best for watching the game because you can't see the, the sort of far baseline. But you have a monitor that you can watch uh, the game on. However, it was my first Champions League game, so I was not nervous, but wanted to make sure that I was prepared. So when they were doing the hitting warm-up, I was double-checking my notes, making some more, uh, introducing myself to the Italian broadcasters because they know the players better than me, seeing if they had any sort of last-minute news on, on injuries. Then all of a sudden, I heard this almighty crunch. And the laptop that I'm using to talk to you on now had just been slammed shut and was just crumpled on the floor uh, off the back of an Asha Volosh set and a Sammy Brizio swing. And uh, this isn't going to benefit the people listening, but for you guys who can see, uh, do you see how <laughs> you've got, mashed up? You've got a wonky port, those, Dave. Yeah, the port's on the side, <laughs> so I can't use it to plug the internet in and I can't use the Firewire port anymore because uh, they are well and truly twisted up thanks to that cannon that Sammy Pizzio calls a right hand. But this is this is quite yeah. common, Key. I mean, I would say common. In my 10 years of working, I've seen five laptops go, maybe? Yeah. Hmm. And and you can do everything you, you want to protect mm. it. We've even, like, guaranteed bull retrievers stand in front of it. All sorts of things. Whatever happens, the one second that you look away, smash. Yeah. <laughs> that always happens in... In warm-up, usually it's when I'm doing pepper and def defense with another player and the ball will shank off and go into the stands. And someone, you know, it'll always be the person who's holding a soda and french fries and it just sort of explodes on them. <laughs> I don't think I've ever broken a laptop, uh, but I've definitely gotten uh, some people. As far as you know, obviously. Yeah, exactly. Because in handball, in handball, they drop nets down mm, behind the goals because the ball comes with such velocity and... You're a little bit closer in handball as well. Obviously, you've got that runoff area in, in volleyball, so the crowd aren't quite at so much risk. But uh, my poor laptop. It's still going, though. I mean, that was that was three years ago now. Old Betsy, still going strong. My laptop. It's called Betsy now. Just named her after really? eight years. How about this laptop? Just it's just, just been christened Betsy. Betsy. What a name. Yeah. Anyway, that is a quite tenuous anecdote and there's loads to talk about with this one. So let's get straight down to it. Sammy Brizio, star of the Mexican team. Amazing stories about her time playing college ball. And I'll be picking your brains about college ball, Key Michael, mm -hmm. and her new adventure coming up in Russia as well. So enjoy this. It is Unscripted with Sammy Brizio. Sammy Brizio, from courtside with Kobe to MVP with Imoko. From Southern California to Scandici, it's been a remarkable rise for Mexico's youngest ever international volleyballer. Champions League medals, NCAA awards, and some quite unbelievable stories along the way. I wanted to know more, so I gave her a call to catch up while she was spending time in the Italian mountains. Hi, Hello. how are you? <laughs> I'm really, really good, actually. Uh, yeah, sun shining in London, and I'm making the most of it. It looks like it's been pretty beautiful where you are as well. Are you doing okay? I am pretty good. Yeah, now um, about three weeks ago, I was able to move from Florence. So now I'm in a better place. I'm with my boyfriend and my boyfriend's family. So it's it's a little bit better than being all by myself in a tiny apartment. I tell you what, with the with the family though, with the in-laws, that comes with its own pressures, right? <laughs> it is, it is. But luckily we have like, it's like, like two separate apartments sort of. So 
it's not that bad. <laughs> so it's, it, it looks really nice, actually. Just, is that like wooden ceilings, wooden walls? Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's a little cabin in the middle of the mountains. So it's, it's pretty nice. I'm surrounded by nature. That's good. What a life. I saw on Instagram <laughs> as well, there was a bass guitar there. Are you getting back in touch with your musical side or? You know what? It's, I don't think music and me are, can be compatible. I, I, I try, like I never learned how to play a guitar. It, it, this is a bass. Um, my boyfriend plays a bass, but I just can't control both hands at the same time. You know, like I either move this one or move this one. It's just awful. <laughs> That must be the reason why you're a hitter and not a setter, right? That's it. Exactly. <laughs> so what have you been doing to keep yourself busy then? And oh, well, first things first, are you, are you missing volleyball? I do. It's, it was, you know, the first two weeks that we were off, we were kind of relieved, you know, like, because we were going through a very hard period. We were playing Champions League. We were playing the Italian Championship. So we were playing every three days. So the first two weeks were nice, you know, like, we're just like resting but then that two weeks turned into two months so now it's just it's awful you know going from going to practice every day playing every weekend to literally nothing it's it's pretty hard I'm like I'm ready to go back I'm done with vacations <laughs> <laughs> you know what when I when I speak to you towards the end of next season when it's really hard again I'll remind you of that I'll remind you of the time <laughs> you told me you were fed up of vacation um, so what are you doing to keep yourself busy then and what are you doing to keep yourself fit well now I I was able to get some weights like little little dumbbells and I'm doing whatever I can I have a routine that I, I do also I'm lucky that I'm in the middle of the mountain so I can go out and walk it's it's actually pretty hard I tried running the other time it was not it was not good <laughs> it's uh, a higher altitude yeah I was gonna say been, blame, it, blame it on the altitude it's fine it's been a month since I've run and I was literally dying like I could not. I had to stop like every two minutes. <laughs> so now I just walk. <laughs> Walking's good. It's what I'm doing too. I'm I've never here. felt so tired. I couldn't breathe. It was, it was bad. <laughs> Everyone is telling me that they're getting weights and getting on the weights. I've just got this dream of European volleyball just being full of people just absolutely stacked, just there doing the bicep curls. <laughs> Everyone's going to look like a fitness model when it comes to next season. <laughs> We're not going to be able to move all bulky. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Bulking, not sulking. I'm all about it. Um, well, speaking of next season then, you've got another pretty amazing adventure to look forward to. You're heading to Russia. I know. I'm very excited, actually. At the beginning, I was, I was a little uncertain. You know, it's like, it's Russia. Mm -hmm. um, me, as a Mexican, the cold, like, the coldest it gets in Mexico is like it's like eight degrees actually here in Italy during the winter I get pretty cold like my boyfriend makes fun of me because I'm always cold it doesn't matter how hot it is I'm always cold so going to Russia is going to be a pretty exciting I'm just I don't know what I'm going to do I'm going to have like 10 layers on me at all times but I'm excited I think it's a it's a very interesting country plus I have Samantha Fabri's there, so it's, mm. it's going to be pretty fun. Yeah, Sam and Sam reunited, the dream team. It is, it is very exciting. She was, she was one of the reasons why I, I say yes to Russia, because, you know, like, 
I have a really good relationship with her, so it makes it easier for her to be on my team. It just makes the transition easier. Yeah, that's a, that's a very exciting partnership, actually. Uh, and yes. also, it's it, it's exciting on so many different fronts, because if you look at the last few years, you've gone to teams where you can make an impact and you've had success. So obviously, you must feel as though going to Kazan is going to be a successful period for you as well. I hope so. <laughs> I mean, the team the team is pretty good, actually. Um, they they won last season, and I think they're a pretty, pretty strong team. Pretty strong team, sorry. <laughs> and I mean, next year they will be playing. We will be playing Champions League, so we'll see how far we can get. I, I think we're gonna do pretty good stuff. I love the Champions League. Uh, in fact, I've been only been commentating on it for a couple of years, and the first game I ever commentated on was at the Palo Verde, and you were playing for Emoco back then. Um, as a player, what's it like to be a part of a massive competition like that? It's pretty nice, you know, like you get to play against the best teams in the world. It's, in my opinion, it's a little, like the level is better than international competitions, you know, like wow. each person with their own team, with their own country. Here you have like the best of each country, sometimes in one team. So I think that the level is pretty high. It's pretty interesting, and I, I really like it. Good, good. Well, long may it continue then. I hope you've got many sort of Champions League adventures. I hope so too. Uh, so, right, I've been using this lockdown time as uh, a chance to think of lots of happy memories and take a trip down memory lane. So, will you take a trip with me? Sure. <laughs> good. Um, I'm going to show you a video that I dug up I want you to tell me what this reminds you of and how it makes you feel, okay? Oh my God, this is like, I like to say this is the best four years of my life. It was just great being in college, you know, at the beginning. Actually, I wanted to go back home, <laughs> but my parents made me stay. And then after that, I just loved it. I mean, playing in that team, being, being with Mike Haley as my coach, it was the greatest time. I, I think I, I got really good as a player those four years. Talk to me about those college years then, because I've just got this vision of US college sport just being the pinnacle. Obviously, you've spoken about the Champions League and, and the level and the fact that it's the, the best players in the world. But in terms, of, in terms of college and in terms of having like packed gyms, it, it just seems like this iconic level of sport what was it like to to be a part of it was pretty great i mean in particular it's it's university in los angeles so i mean los angeles hollywood all this stuff so sometimes you will be playing and i mean you're supposed to be concentrated you know you're supposed to be focused in the game but you know sometimes you were like looking i don't know in the timeout or whatever and you will see like the kardashians sitting over there like <laughs> Blake Griffin sitting on the sidelines um we had yeah I mean like it was it was just the greatest thing you know like playing in front of not so much you know actresses and all that stuff but playing sometimes in front of like top players like Blake Griffin we had Kobe Bryant he would like to go there a lot so it was it was actually pretty great um 
Was that part of your decision to, to go there then? Because you had a lot of offers to go and play college ball, didn't you? Yes, but no, that was not, that was not it. I just, when I went to visit the campus, I thought it was beautiful, you know, like Los Angeles is a great city. It's a huge city where you can do whatever you want at any time. And also the, my coaching staff, which is great. And it, and it just felt right to go there, you know, like, as soon as I, I left my visit, I was like, that's it. I'm going there. <laughs> yeah, you just get that feeling in some places, yeah. don't you? And you think, what does it mean to be an All-American? Because you, you, were, you were awarded it twice, weren't you? You were a two-time All-American. Yes. It's I mean, great. That's, that's massive. <laughs> that, that's absolutely incredible. It's, it's pretty nice. You know, like at the end of the year, you get to go... Um, to the city where the finals are in case you don't make it to the finals like mm -hmm. in my case uh, you get to hang out with all the players and we have dinners we get to go out some days it's just it's just pretty nice you get to know personally the players that you only play against that like you know like you want to always beat like you don't <laughs> even look at them as like you know like friends <laughs> you're like I just want to beat you but then when you when you get all american you get to go and you get to meet them personally and sometimes you and become friends you don't you don't hate them that much <laughs> it's so mad isn't it i i <laughs> think of my days playing university sport obviously not to the the level that that you did but yeah you play against these people and you do you hate them don't you all you yes. have to do is beat them <laughs> and then you get the chance to meet them you're like oh Oh, the, the, like all my expectations of what they are is completely wrong. They're just good guys. <laughs> exactly. They're good people. They're just in the wrong uniform. Exactly. That's the thing. Oh, speaking of uniforms, I love those like long sleeve shirts that you wore right? in college. They're great. Um, yes. Yeah, so I love them cool. too. I'd love um, like one of the big Champions League teams to bring those back. I think that would be, maybe the next team you're at, you can sort of push the envelope a little bit, see if we can... <laughs> See if we can get that started. If we can get it. I mean, rush is pretty cold, so long <laughs> sleeve won't be bad. You You'll know? be like long sleeves, long legs, <laughs> hats, scarves, gloves. <laughs> so when you were in college then, at what point did you think, I want to make a professional career out of this? It wasn't probably until my second year that I realized I could actually, you know, make it to mm -hmm. pro. <laughs> That's when I started getting an idea like at the beginning I was just there you know to finish school to to play for my school but then after my second year I was like hmm I could actually do this <laughs> and here we are well because uh, Jordan Larson has announced recently that she's going to be part of a, a pro league in the USA is that something that would interest you at some stage in your career going back to play pro in the states yeah I mean I, I love I love those four, year, four years that I lived in Los Angeles. I loved it. So I think the lifestyle there is pretty good. But honestly, I think it's going to be a bit harder for a new league to start, you know, like, because all the good players are in Europe. So it's, I think it's going to take a couple of years for it to get to a really good level. But yeah, I, I would love to go to America play. It's closer to home. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, was it a tough decision then for you to to sort of pack your bags and, and come to Europe? Because 
obviously going from Mexico to the USA, that's tough going to going to another country to, to live in those formative years. But it's a really brave decision for a young person, a young woman to make to go to a different continent to, to follow a dream. It was hard. It was hard just for the fact that it was way farther than Los Angeles. But I mean, those four, four years trained me, you know, to live alone, to, to just do everything by myself. I, I didn't need my parents anymore. So it was pretty nice. But also, my first year in, in Conigliano, my dad came with me for, for a month. <laughs> he okay. was a whole month there, you know, to help me, to help me move in and all that stuff. So it was pretty nice. I, it was, it was a big change going from Los Angeles to Conigliano, which is like a tiny, tiny city yeah. where everything closes at 7.30. So sometimes we'll be like, oh, I'm hungry. I'm just going to go out. Never mind. It's all closed. I'm just oh, not going to eat tonight. <laughs> don't. So, so that first game that I came to, um, it was all a little bit of a rush by the time I got there. And I was like, oh, no, fine. I'll just get a meal after the game finishes. No. Nope. <laughs> no chance. <laughs> There's not even like, you know, like machines, like nothing. You can literally do nothing. In, in Los Angeles, sometimes at like three in the morning, we'd be like, oh, like we feel like eating pancakes. Oh, yeah, there was this place that is like 24-7. Let's go and eat pancakes. It was just great. And then I get to Conigliano and I'm like, okay, this is a bit different. But your time there in Conigliano seemed amazing. They, that seems like a really special team. It is. It is a very special team. It's, it's more than just having teammates, you know, like mm. we will spend literally all day together. Like we will go to practice and then like, okay, let's go to dinner. Oh, let's watch a movie later. Or like in our free days, we will just like hang out all together. It's, it's a pretty, the team had a really good and still has a pretty good relationship. Like you create connections that are very special. So that's what makes it a really good team. Oh, I love that about this sport. It's amazing. Um, so the countries you've played in then, how have you picked up the language skills? How's your Italian? It's pretty decent. I can defend myself. How's your Turkish? <laughs> I know about five words, probably. <laughs> Istanbul is like a mecca for women's volleyball, isn't it? It's just incredible. It's crazy. It's crazy, especially because, I mean, Fenerbahce has a huge fan base. We have, we had basketball, men's and women. We have football, which is huge. We had like swimming. We have a lot of things. We have volleyball, obviously. So we will always get the fans for like not just volleyball fans, you know, like we will get fans from all sports come and support us. And it was, it was crazy. Like I've never seen fans so passionate oh. about something. It's crazy. You'd be amazed how far it travels as well. So, so I live in East London and in various spots, there's quite a big Turkish community here. And there are Fenerbahce scarves and shirts and flags in, in shops and restaurants and stuff like the brand. is absolutely amazing. It is uh, crazy. So of all the countries you've lived in then, Mexico, we won't count USA because it doesn't count. But uh, <laughs> so, so Mexico, Italy, Turkey, where's the best food? 
It's hard. I mean, Mexican <laughs> food is obviously the best. It's like, it's so good. Italian food is also great. Mm. Turkish, they have really good meat mm-hmm. and really good desserts. Yeah. Like desserts, it was so hard to, you know, maintain my weight because it's like, I don't know if you ever try uh, baklava. It's, a, it's so good. It's like the baklava with ice cream on top. Oh, okay. It was just great. <laughs> But I, I have to say Mexican food, obviously, because it's just, it's just good. I can't handle it, Sammy. The spice just kills me. Like, I, okay, that's, yes. It's not honestly, for everyone. Like, I, I eat it, but I need, I need like a towel or something to just... just... <laughs> um, yeah, okay, right. Let's play a quick game then. Uh, it is Perfect. called Simply the Best. And I'm going to ask you a series of questions. And really, I just want to know what you think the best thing is in a certain category. And this goes one of two ways. Some people are like, yeah. Other people are like, I hate this game and I wish we'd never started. So let's play Simply the Best, starting with the best sport outside volleyball. I like gymnastics. I'm going to talk about that afterwards. Uh, who is the best Mexican sports person of all time? Uh, De La Hoya. He's this uh, boxer who was like really good and he oh. won um, the world champion, uh, the world, whatever it's called. So, right. Can you, can you say that again? De La Hoya. Adela, okay, cool. Because obviously in our anglicization, we just say De La Hoya. But did you say... Because De- of the age. So you said De La Hoya. Oja. Oja. Okay. Yeah. Yes. I mean, he is unbelievable. Uh, yes. Okay. The best player you've ever played against? Ju. Ju Ting. She's great. The best song to listen to before a game? Ooh. I like to, I don't, I don't have one song, but Kanye West. The best moment of your career? When we won the Italian championship. The best atmosphere you've ever experienced. When we play, oh, this is good. We, in Turkey, we play against Besiktas, which is like a very, very strong rival. So they, they had to pull all the fans out of the gym at one point. Like they stopped the game. And they took everyone out because it was so intense. But it, it's it's pretty nice. First of all, I didn't understand anything, so I don't know what they were saying. But it was just like the energy, you know. <laughs> it was pretty nice. <laughs> the best place in the world volleyball's taken you. Best place. Italy, in general. The best food to eat after a game to celebrate. Taliata, meat. <laughs> and the best thing about being a pro? That I get to travel a lot and I get to meet all my enemies in the national team. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good. Well played. That was the game. I think we got some lovely answers there. So, gymnastics. That's pretty good. Can you do any gymnastics? No. <laughs> I can roll, but like literally the one that you put your hands and then you roll. Oh, yeah. Okay. I mean, <laughs> That's I as good as I get. 
I'm not even flexible at all. Like I'm halfway through my thirties now. Those days are done. It's fine. Um, so that um, so that game where they took all the fans out. What did that feel like being on court? That must have just been. You mentioned the energy there. Did it just all sort of feel like it was hammering down on top of you? Yes, it was. It was pretty intense. Like like I said, I didn't understand anything, but it's just you know the fans like cheering and like screaming. We were winning, so it makes it better. It, it gets bad if you're losing. <laughs> then you know, like, they're not your fans. <laughs> but it was pretty intense. At some point, um, they were – because I don't know if they're allowed or not, but they bring sort of, like, fireworks yeah, yeah, into the gym. Yeah, Yes. And they hold them so, up. Yeah. Yes. So they lit one up and – at one point, the referee just like stopped the game, and she sent our captain Eda to yeah. talk to them, like to calm down a little bit. But it didn't work, and then she sent the captain for the other team to talk to their fans, and it didn't work. So at one point, she just stopped the game, and they sent us all to the locker room. And then when we came out, it was like. 10, 15 minutes probably. Then when we came out, it was all empty. Like there was no one there. We were like, okay, like this is not as nice, but okay. <laughs> and and you know what? If they're not going to listen to Ada, they're not going to listen to anybody because they love her, don't they? they yes. Right. <laughs> whatever she whatever she says, it's done. But yeah. in this case. It was pretty intense. <laughs> what an experience, though. Like, no, not many people get to experience that. That's, uh, yeah. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Uh, well, talking about them, them loving Ada, I mean, volleyball fans love you as well. Like, you're, you've managed to pick up fans all over the world, and every time there's anything posted about you on, like, CEV's social media, everyone's like, yeah, we love Sammy, we love Brizio, like, we can't wait to see her play. And uh, as soon as I've said that, that's made you smile. The fans, do they mean a lot to you? Yes, I mean, it's pretty nice to go places and have people know you, have people support you more than anything. It's pretty nice. Sometimes I, I surprise myself. Um, the the time that I got surprised the most is like when I was in Japan. Um, I wasn't even, we, we went for the world championship, but at this point, this day was her off day. And I, just to have people support you in so so many different countries is very nice we've not really talked about uh, the international side of things then are there any ambitions that you've got with the mexican team that you've you've not achieved yet any levels you think you can get to i mean it's always the olympics the olympics is just the ultimate goal um i think this past year our last tournament, our last opportunity to go to the Olympics was a good tournament for us. Uh, we almost beat Dominican Republic. We went to five sets, which is pretty good for us. Um, the little girls that are coming are pretty good. I think this year or next year, they will go to the U.S. to study. So I feel like they will get really good. All the, um, all the training, all the everything they're going to get over there it's going to make them develop as players and as people and i think they're going to be pretty good i'm I'm very confident and very excited to see what they can do will you be encouraging some of them after college to go to europe and get better again and then think 
2024, 2028, you know, if they're all coming together, I mean, goodness me, you've, you're one of the senior players in that team now and you've still got so many years ahead of you. I don't like that senior word, but yes, unfortunately. <laughs> but the thing is, though, because of, because of your level, because of your quality as a player and the amount that you've done, even though you're still young in age, you are one of the, the senior players. There's, there's no two ways about it. Sorry, Sammy. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I understand. Plus, I am a senior. All the other girls are pretty young. They're like 18, 17 years old. So... I am a senior at this point, even if I don't like it. <laughs> uh, right. Well, uh, this has been absolutely lovely. Thank you so much for having a chat. And it's so good to, to know that you're doing well and you've got a smile on your face. Uh, before I let you go, though, uh, it would be great if you could give a word to the fans because they do love you and they do love to hear from you. So have you got any words for them? Well, I just want to say thank you all for the support that you always give me. Um, I hope you can follow me to Russia. Let me know if you go over there and take a good jacket. I'll see you guys soon. <laughs> you have you seen the film Cool Runnings? No, I haven't. All oh, right, you need to watch it. It's about the Jamaican bobsleigh team. Uh, and of course, they're from Jamaica. They're used to the heat. And then they're in the Winter Olympics. And there's like one guy gets locked in a fridge. He snaps his dreadlocks off. That is what I think is going to happen to you. You're just... Uh, Nah, you're gonna, I'll you're be gonna bold. <laughs> oh, embrace the cold, Sammy. Um, right, thank you so much. This has been lovely. Uh, take care of yourself and I'll see you thank soon. Thank you. Bye-bye. Well, Sammy Brizio, a favourite among CV's Champions League commentators, not just myself. Um, what are your immediate thoughts? Oh, if, in fact, uh, I actually have a coin today. Key Michael, heads oh, or tails? Oh, real coin. He's, he's dropped it. Yeah. <laughs> Key Michael, heads or tails? Oh, tails. It is a tail. Congratulations. First or second? Oh, so now I get to choose first or second as well. Yeah, you um, do, yeah. yeah, right. I'll go first. What were your immediate thoughts? What resonated with you? <laughs> um, She seemed very sweet. You could tell she's quite new to volleyball not volleyball itself but new to playing in Europe and I thought she just seemed really she seemed very sweet very mm -hmm. likable right off the bat very funny that she mentioned that she's going to Mexico or sorry that she's going to Russia and that the first thing she thought of was how cold she's gonna be <laughs> I did think of the cool running thing straight away though where they smash Sanka in the fridge and then snap his dreadlock off that's my yeah <laughs> That was where my mind went straight away. Uh, what about you, Matt? I loved it. And yeah, loved her. I think she's brilliant. We, we've done a few things with her in the past. And yeah, mm -hmm. not just always post-match interviews. We, I remember we did um, something about her pre-match rituals, if I'm right, um, back in Bucharest at the 2018 finals. Um, yeah, no, always a delight to listen to. Um, and mm. I always get the feel, I don't, naive is the word I have in my head, but I, but I mean that in a lovely way. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like she's yeah. so like, yeah, just everything's the, great and... and an innocence yeah. Yeah. more than a naivety. Yeah, I that's think. a better yeah. word. Yeah, innocence. Yeah. So yeah, I thought they'd loved but, it. But there are other players like that, like Bella Hacks like that, but then on the court, she's a stone-cold killer. <laughs> and Brizio's the same. You watch her play and she's just... Fan yeah, she's, she's incredible. Like, she hits it like a cannon. Mm. Great. Yeah, she's she's really she's really good to. Watch. I think she's an asset to to every team. Um, I want to talk about 
the USC days, though. Firstly, and I mentioned this to her, how cool are those long sleeve jerseys? <laughs> it does look I like it's so much older those. than it is. It makes me remind. Oh, it reminds me of like football in the seventies, sixties, even. Oh, it's cool though, isn't it? Do they not? Does no one in no. Europe do those long sleeve jerseys? Because it's very common in the um, states. Uh, an English university team did one, a tribute version, a good few years ago now, because I haven't been to a national championships for a long time, but Northumbria did one one year, and I was like, yes, they are super cool. I think we I played with that. them in college. It's been so long since I was in college that I actually can't remember. But I don't think I'd like it now. I think it would be inhibiting to the shoulder. I prefer almost no okay. sleeves, you know, that tank top, full armpit. It would armpit hide the armpits, though, Yeah, key. exactly. I'm... I'm all about the armpits. You know that, Matt. <laughs> You've seen my GB, GB photos. Yeah, I, w- I definitely wouldn't want to play in a long sleeve shirt. Mm. No, no chance. Boring. Um, how does her college experience compare with yours, Kim? Ooh, that is an interesting question. Did you get the Kardashians in your crowd? Uh, we, we didn't get quite such a famous crowd, which is interesting because University of Miami, you'd think that there would be some pretty cool yeah. These days, maybe cool David cats. Beckham would come and watch. Yeah, um, yeah, maybe. But it's not quite as... Uh, as yeah, it's not really in the center, city, city center of Miami, so it's not quite... Okay. Um, it's more residential. But yeah, I... It's funny because when you're on the microphone, you can only talk about certain things to do with college. And I feel like she was probably <laughs> on the same page about that. Talking about the friendships she made, talking about people that came to the games, but actually the full college experience. I I can't really talk about it because... <laughs> Is that because you can't remember it? <laughs> well, most, mostly because it's been so long ago that I can't remember it. Um, but also, I mean, you guys went to college as well. You know how it is. But she described uh, the college experience as the best four years of her mm-hmm. life. And considering she's played international volleyball, she's played Champions League volleyball, she's a Mexican who's lived in the United States of America, who's lived in Italy, who's lived in Turkey, and now is about to live in Russia, I think that is a- an incredible tribute to her college experience, no? I would probably say the same thing if I were pressed to say what was the best time of your life, what were the best few years. And I, you know, I've obviously, I've been around the block, I've lived a few places, but there's something about going to college in the US. It's just such a unique, unique experience. And being an athlete, a student athlete on top of that, there's just such a sense of camaraderie. There's such a sense of this special... Special is not the right word. That sounds really silly. But there's this bond between you and the other players of every different sport because you know you're waking up at 6 a.m. to go and lift. You know that you're then going to classes and you know that you're then having to do study hall hours. Everyone has this same sort of ridiculous load and this experience, which is half amazing and half exhausting and overwhelming, (laughs) you know, and you kind of bond through. It's almost like, I don't know if I can compare it to something like being in the cadets together or, or... that sort of that feeling of, of suffering together, but also having the most amazing moments and the most amazing memories. So I know exactly what she's talking about, and I wish I could put it into words. So, Key, if you could only do one of these two again, which would you do? Oh, I know what you're going to ask. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You can only do one. one. Spit it out. College, the entirety, or everything that led up to the Olympics. And then the games, obviously, oh, that themselves. Is such a hard question. 
That is such a hard question. Tick tock, key, tick Do you need a week to think about it or are you... Tick tock, tick tock. You know, two very separate, distinct and amazing experiences. I can't. So at this point in my life, I'd do the Olympics again, for sure. Yeah. Because college, it's... Oh, you'd be so old I'd at college so, now. It'd be so exhausting. <laughs> and there's just a lot of... Uh, there's a lot of peripheral been... things that you, you know, socializing. I'd rather just hang on my couch <laughs> i yeah i do some i do some teaching at university and oh yeah professor feel, dave we didn't mention that yet I, oh, yeah. I feel like i was i feel like i was born on a different planet to some of these young people let alone a different decade it's wild mm. man oh good and i joked about the kardashians but how cool was it she played in front of kobe mm. oh amazing yeah. i mean that's something to remember isn't it yep you might have you know key because yeah. he was at earl's court a few times <gasps> yeah true. really that's exciting. Yeah, he was, yeah. He was. They would have yeah, panned to him in the crowd, wouldn't they? Yeah, but the you wouldn't back. have been watching TV. Oh, mind you, yeah, when you watch it back when now. When I watch the playback. When I watch oh, yeah, the playback was, every um... day of my life, you mean when I watch it before I go to sleep <laughs> and just rerun it in my head. Glory days. <laughs> um, anyway, we digress. Uh, because there was one interesting thing that she said before we move on from the college thing. Uh, she knew that she wanted to go there when she did a campus mm. visit. And that is something that I can relate to because that is exactly how I felt when I first visited the campus of the, the university. Same that I here, Dave. As well. Same here. Mm. Yeah. yeah, I visited visited a good few and then got there and thought, yeah, this is, this is so I, sort of where I want to be. And so quite interesting hearing people's experiences of that. Because what happened with you, Key? Because you are a, a Miamiite. Mm. Who ended up going to oh, like Miamiite? For those of you who are second language English, is not how you it does not how Miami you describe Earth. someone who's from Miami. Um, but so so, what was your well, sort of deal? So in high school, I think it's if I'm correct, you get five official visits. It might have changed, or my my memory might be wrong. But that means they fly okay. you there and they show you around the school and all of the volleyball facilities and everything, and you sort of have like oh, two wow. and a half days with with the team as a as if you're a player. Yeah. And so you can do that five, to five different schools. And I think I did it to, yeah, I think I did to maybe three or four schools. And every single one, when I came home, I said, yeah, mom, that's the one I want to go to. <laughs> and I think it just happened that Miami was the last one I went to. So it was just, you know, it had the final word, the final say. No, my mom didn't, no one wanted me to go to Miami. My mom wanted me to go to Georgetown. Dad wanted me to go to Yukon, Connecticut. And uh, so All I just right. decided to do what neither of them wanted and stay close to home. <laughs> uh, and the rest, and is, history. The rest is history but yeah it's really cool going on those on those visits because you get a real sense of the place not just a walking campus tour mm. but literally you live as a, a student athlete for two and a half three days it's very it's very cool yeah that does sound mm. cool does sound cool. how good was her quote by the way when she said um they are good people just in the wrong uniform <laughs> yeah. i mean oh. that could be on a poster somewhere couldn't it we can all relate to that though can't we when you play when you play against someone or you know you you're on a different team or you go to a different school and you hate that person usually because they're good at what they do yeah <laughs> and then you get to then you get to meet them out of context or maybe you get selected for the regional team and then your teammates or in her case the all america and then you're like yeah yeah, they're, they're cool. That's annoying. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nope, yep, we're now best friends. Great, awesome. Cool. Yeah, best pals. 
Yeah, I'm sure that's the case for everyone. I, I can certainly mm-hmm. think of a few who will remain nameless, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> uh, You're right, though. It's beautifully put. Good people just in the wrong uniform. Um, but anyway, her next adventure, Russia. Being reunited with Sam Fabrice, Sam Squid. <laughs> when you're going somewhere like Russia or anywhere where it's a different culture, I'd imagine it is very comforting to know that you've got a friend there and not just a friend off the court, but someone you know how they play on the court as well. Key? Yeah, I I think she's, as she said, she's, she's excited to go not only because of her friend Sam, but it's, well, as soon as you, you step out of your comfort zone, can we call it that? Then it's good to have a friend or somebody that you recognize and that you know you're going to be in good company. Mm-hmm. Have you ever gone to a team key because of people you know there? Have you ever thought, oh, I either yeah. I want to play with them or I played with them before and it was fun, I want to do it again? The only time that I did that, well, I had I had signed with Aachen in Germany and it just so happened on the same team was Lucy Wicks, our setter for GB. And yeah. I... I had other options for the second season, but I decided to go back with to, to Aachen because it was 2011, 2012. It was right before the yeah. Olympics. And I thought it was more important to stay on that team training with my national team setter than it was to go to a better team or get a bit more money. It was just yeah. my priorities at that moment were to be with Lucy. Let's start to wrap this up then. Um, anything else you would like to add? with regards to Unscripted with Sammy Brizio. I'm a senior, even if I don't like it. That's what I've got to say. <laughs> oh, we can all relate. Yeah. Yeah. No, lo- loved her, loved her. And um, yeah, she, I mean, clearly good on court and good off court. So yeah. someone who we, we hope becomes a bit of a friend, friend of the show and maybe we can catch up with her when she's in Russia, see how she's getting on and how many layers she's wearing. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, also, I mean, we've, we've not touched on it, but she's uh, the, the comparisons with uh, with with Bella Hack and and Brit Herbots in particular come up when she's in an international team that she's really sort of pulling along in terms of the quality. And they've got that Olympic dream. We've talked about Sam Rowe in the in the Belgian team as well. And you just hope that one day the stars align and they can make it happen and, and kind of get to the Olympics. She's someone who could go to beach, though. She's got an all-round game. Um, mm-hmm. Although she did say, didn't she, I can't control both hands at the same time. So, yeah, <laughs> as, as soon as the beach teams know that, they would find a weakness they could exploit. Yes, they certainly would. Uh, some final thoughts from you then, King? Yeah, I loved hearing her. I, I liked hearing about her experience in university because it brings me back to my days and I think she that's the kind of thing she'll bring with her for her entire European career so very nice Mm. to hear yes well thank you very much the two of you for your company pleasure as always and thank you very much for listening we've been going long enough now that you should all know when the podcasts are released but just in case it slipped your mind key michael when can they listen to us? <laughs> well, technically, they can listen to us anytime they want because it's all on replay. That's true. On, you know, it's not live. But if you want to catch the new ones, they come out Mondays. 
and Fridays. Uh, and Matt Rogers, anything to report from HQ? Uh, no, I just want Key to kind of commit that she's going to do her hair this well every week from do now on. Just in case we want to. I'm actually, now that I'm on, I'm on really... edge, oh, I've got to always look nice in front of you guys because I never know when you're going to spring something on me. Well, you never know. It's, uh, the ball is in your court if I go by your posts. So Revenge. I'm just, yeah. I don't know if the listeners are going to know what we're speaking about because it, by then, by the time this comes out. I don't know. I don't know. The dusty, dusty one is out. So, yeah, go and check it out. We sprung it on key. Mm-hmm. She joined the unscripted and we mm-hmm. talked about yes. it straight afterwards because I don't want to break like anyone's dreams here, but we don't actually listen to it just before we talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> we... We should have called that one <laughs> Dusty Springfield. Anyway, that is all from us. This has been Unscripted, part of the Ace Space. Great to see you both. And until next time, goodbye. Bye. Bye. Let volleyball talk. Bye. Mm-hmm.